Welcome to the My Gastric Sleeve Podcast with your host, Nima Karazi. Nima is just a regular guy who had the gastric sleeve surgery, and this is his story. He is not a doctor. This podcast is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have medical questions, ask your doctor. Now let's get into it. Hey everybody, Nima here. So I just wanted to tell you, I recorded this episode with another microphone. Long story, I'll tell you later. But I used a different mic for this and it came out a little crackly. I downloaded a new software, tried to eliminate the crackles as much as I could. It's still very, very poppy and I apologize profusely. I'm recording this portion of it through my monitor speaker and if I would have known it was that bad, I would have recorded the whole bloody thing through this speaker. This is going to be the best sounding part of the whole episode, but I just wanted to preemptively apologize. Don't feel like you have to listen to this. It was just kind of like a top 10 tips and tricks for holiday eating and not overindulging. If you can stomach... <laughs> I didn't even mean to say that. I'm going to leave all that in. But if you can stomach the pops and cracks, then please do so. It's actually a really cool episode and it's relatively short. But if you can't, I get it. And I promise that I'll do better next time. I, I would honestly, I would re-record the whole bloody thing. But I really like the flow of it and I really like the message and everything. And I think it just went really well. So I don't want to try to recreate that. So anyway, thank you. I appreciate you. And uh, anyway. Welcome to the shit show. All right, here we go. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the My Gastric Sleeve Podcast. I'm your host, Nima Kurazi, and this is my journey. This is going to be a little bit of an October recap, as well as a little bit of a holiday foods kind of Thanksgiving prep. And let's just get right into it. Right at the top, I want to talk about my weight. At the top of October, was it 257? It actually got up to 259 and now it's back down to 256. Now, I'll be honest with you, I really, really didn't want to weigh myself this morning. I woke up this morning and the only saving grace for me today was that I ate a salad for dinner last night and I went on a thousand calorie hike yesterday. So I felt like I had done something positive, at least two things positive. But the times that you don't want to weigh yourself are the times you should weigh yourself. Think of it like your bank account. If there's ever a time that you really don't want to look at your bank account to see what how much money you have in there, or what your credit card balance is, those are the times that you absolutely need to go check that bank account and check that credit card balance. So that was my thing. I really, really didn't want to weigh myself this morning. I did. I was at 256. I'm fine with it. It's okay. I'm going to be okay. I really, really, I, I, I got up to 259 this month and it's fine. Thanksgiving's coming. We're going to Chicago. We're going to be in Denver. 
there's a bunch of stuff going on. So there's a lot of like parties and get togethers and family and friends and, and gatherings surrounding food and, and, and ways that people thank you with food and ways that people appreciate you or show their love for you through food. And here's the, the thing as a, as a bariatric surgery patient, as, as someone who's, who's had the gastric sleeve and someone who's, who's gone through this, and this is almost my second year now, it, it's not any longer the, the issue of, can I eat that? Because at this point, I can eat anything and everything. The real big deal is how I can eat the most efficient way possible. And that's kind of what we're going to cover today is, Kind of some tips and tricks, some life hacks, if you will, and I'm sure you will, but it's been a while since I did that one. But really just more of a kind of what's what, what we're doing, where we're going, how we can enjoy ourselves more. But this really will be a shorter episode. I, I really don't have a whole lot to go over. I have a very slight amount of housekeeping I, I need to do. I need to make an apology. I need to clarify something as well. Uh, I need to talk about something and then we're going to get right into those tips and tricks and kind of recap a little bit of my October as well. So first things first, let's go over the housekeeping stuff. So last episode, (laughs) if y'all were listening, I was talking about the 14ers in Denver and I said there's only 10 of them, which I thought was really odd that there weren't at least 14 mountains in Denver that aren't 14,000 feet in height. And then, thankfully, Caitlin from Denver, who found me through Allison and Courtney's No Guts, No Glory podcast, shout out to Allison and Courtney, and shout out to Caitlin, said, literally her message was this, I'm going to read this to you verbatim, because it was so dope. She wrote, my dude, with like four exclamation points, there are over 50 14ers in Colorado alone. So... That also had like four exclamation points after it. My apologies. My bad. Sorry about that. Thank you for clarifying. I asked her if I could use her name. She said it was fine. So there are actually 53 ranked and five unofficial 14ers in Colorado. And I looked it up. I was like, what on earth would make something like unofficial? If it's 14,000 feet, it's 14,000. I don't understand what the big deal is. It turns out that it's unofficial because the gap between one peak and a second peak and the the kind of pathway between those two peaks has to be a certain height and those extra five don't match that other height. So not only was there not 10, there's 53 ranked, 58 total. So not only was I wrong, I was fucking wrong. And I apologize, I'm sorry. Uh, so that said, thank you, Caitlin, for, for reaching out, for letting me know. Please, anybody, everybody, feel free to let me know when I'm being stupid or wrong or both. I love the feedback. I get to learn more shit. And that's what this is all about, is me learning stuff and y'all learning stuff. So that's awesome. Thank you very much. If I had a t-shirt, I would send you one. I don't, so sorry. Okay. Now, the other thing is, I had mentioned that I want to do the six-pack hikes with my friend Alex. and. I said, I'm going to really think it'd be cool if we did it this year. We'll see kind of what happens. Well, it's, that's totally not going to happen. I, we're going to be in, uh, in Chicago and Denver for the next two weekends. And then when we come back, my parents are coming to stay with us for a little bit. And then anyway, it's a whole thing. Then it's Thanksgiving. And then it's like two weeks that it's Christmas or three weeks that it's Christmas. So it's going to be a clusterfuck. But definitely, definitely, definitely next year, 
starting strong. We're going to get in there. We're going to do the six pack. Now we could totally like fucking grin and bear it and just go for it. But we're not going to do that. That's ridiculous. Oh, also we're going to Hawaii the first week of December. So like, whoopsie daisy. Oh my God. We have so many freaking trips this year. It's ridiculous. So there's all of that. So we're not doing that this year, but definitely, definitely Alex and I are going to do the six pack. We're going to do it next year. It's going to be awesome. We're going to love, love it, love everything. I, I can't wait for it. I, I honestly can't wait. Like, I just think it's, like, such a cool thing. I'm also a big, like, person who likes to, like, check things off a list and check all the things off the list. So I really, really like that. That's, like, a really good thing, in my opinion. So I, I enjoy that aspect of it. So there's that. Okay, with regards to reviews, uh, currently we stand at uh, 47 reviews and we're at five stars. That is incredible and amazing and and wonderful and I couldn't be happier. I would love, love, love to get to 50 reviews. I think that would just be so cool. So if you have not reviewed, please think consider reviewing. I know there's more than 50 of you listening because <laughs> I look at the numbers all the time. And uh, yeah, so please, please, please do a, a review. I really appreciate it. it. It means a lot to me. It actually doesn't, I know a lot of podcasts are like, it really helps us if you, if you review us and rate us on Apple Podcasts. Listen, my podcast is so tiny that the, the amount of people that are listening, it's, it, it couldn't fill an auditorium, right? This, this wouldn't be a college course, but I just love round numbers. Um, I do love 47 because I don't think it's uh, it's divisible by any other number. I think it's a prime number, which I'm really into prime numbers. I think that's really cool. I know 48's not, obviously it's even, and 49's not because it's the square of 7. Um, and I know 50's not, but I like even numbers too. Anyway, now we're getting into a whole weird thing. That's a different podcast. Speaking of, <laughs> Sultanus Segway, pew pew! Speaking of different podcasts, I haven't mentioned the Happiness Challenge podcast in a minute, but... The lovely Michelle and I are almost done. We have literally one more episode that we need to record. And then that's also going to be our finale. And then we can start editing and we will have it all ready and set for you. I really, really just logistically want to launch it at the end of December. So next month's episode of of December for this, which will be the November recap. Plus, it'll be really it'll be the two year anniversary of my surgery episode. And the end of like that second season, and it'll be the start of the third and final season of this show. But uh, it's it's going to be great. It's going to be cool. I'll have way more updates on the Happiness Challenge podcast, and we will talk about that, and also talk about what the next next step we want to do, which is a new podcast where the lovely Michelle and I just sit and chat and talk. We're just going to talk about random fucking shit. We just haven't named it yet. If you have any ideas on what to name that podcast, please hit me up either at Nima Speaks on Instagram or at my gastric sleep podcast on Instagram as well. And I would love to hear what you have to say about it. We always love to hear different opinions and different uh, pieces of advice and and, uh, options and opportunities. So that would be great. Please let us know. And if we pick yours, we'll give you a shout out. Fuck, if we don't pick yours, we'll still give you a shout out. Uh, cool. So there's that. Uh, so we talked about the weight, we talked about the reviews, we talked about how I'm stupid and I got the 14ers thing wrong, talked about the podcast, talked about the hiking in LA next year, talked about the, okay, cool. And the other, the other, other podcast. Great. Okay. Now let's get into my October review. Now, October was a little difficult. I spent a week at my grandfather's house, which was fine, but I end up 
eating a lot of like noshy snacky foods, a lot of like cashews, almonds, you know, little little tidbits of stuff. And because I don't have my staple foods, I don't buy like bread and lunch meat and cheeses and, and soups and shit to like and salads and everything to go because it's just a week. I feel like it's not enough time to set up all that stuff. Plus, I got to get his dinners ready for him and his breakfast ready for him. So because of all that stuff, I'm like, well, I don't I just buy like Lunchables and and overnight oats from Trader Joe's and protein shakes and then like Gatorades and ghost energy drinks and all this other shit. And then it just kind of becomes this like, oh, well, now I need to have a cliff bar. Now I need to eat a fucking, you know, a croissant or, you know, some bread and jam and butter and marmalade or whatever the fuck is going on. So then it just becomes like this whole other thing. And it's too much. It's just way too much. It's way too much food. And there's there's not enough exercise. Although I do exercise more while I'm there because I go for a walk every morning when I wake up. And then also sometimes at the end of the night, I'll go for another like two mile stroll back and forth, which I do not do two a days here. Although I keep seeing I'm saying I'm gonna, but I just haven't done it. So that's on me. That's my bad. Uh, so that was like a week there. And then there was a couple other things kind of going on hither and thither and and uh, we had a bit of a covid scare so then ended up staying uh staying home for like a week and not really going out doing anything going anywhere so i need to kind of get back on track i need to start checking i know i, I keep talking about getting back in the lose it app i swear once you lose that habit of tracking every day it just becomes like a burden and then and then you start talking yourself out of it cuz you're like well i'm going to chicago in like 2 days or, you know, I'm going to be in Chicago and then Denver. I can't possibly track all the food that I am doing when I'm when I'm traveling. Although, when I travel, every morning I wake up and I go for a run and I come back, regardless of where I am. I did it, I did it when we were in England. I did it everywhere we visited while we were out there. Every now and again, I'd skip a day, but, you know, I'd always make it up. So the same, the same holds, you know, I could do that very same thing uh, with, while traveling with tracking food and just at least get close enough to where so maybe that's my challenge maybe i'll challenge myself to track while i'm in chicago and denver and then we'll see how that goes see how how it tracks hey i see what you did there uh cool so i'll 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 work on that and and i'll get back to you that'll be uh, interesting to to see and definitely something that we can we can check to to see the actual numbers so it's it's there every day and maybe i'll get back into the habit and it'll be a little bit easier to kind of get back into the swing of things. That said and done, the only other thing that I wanted to talk uh, about was so October was a little tough, and I but I did end up losing um, you know a pound, but you know I went up two, went down three, so really less three pounds. But I, I was nervous about Thanksgiving, and I was worried about uh, November coming up. And and oh, this is the, the last thing I was going to talk about before I get into the the holiday food tips and tricks. Somebody else messaged me, and I, I unfortunately I don't remember who, and I don't want to grab my phone right now. But somebody had messaged me and said that their surgery date was like mid November. I don't remember if I messaged them or not. If I if you message me that your surgery date is November, and it was a dude, and and you message me and I haven't responded to you, I'm gonna. And if I have responded to you, you're welcome. But I'm gonna say what I was gonna say to them anyway. And what I was going to say to them was, don't freak out about missing out on Thanksgiving. When I did my food by tour and I was saying goodbye to all the foods that I was, I, I thought, I felt in my heart of hearts, I wasn't going to be able, I literally thought I was never going to be able to eat anything sweet, anything sugary ever again for so long as we both shall live forever. 
And I actually got really, really sad after my surgery because I really wanted a cannoli and I forgot to have one. And then I thought, I'm and I love cannolis. Cannolis are my favorite dessert. Shout out to Italians. Shout out to Italy. You know, and I just was like, this is what I need. The cannoli is like the perfect dessert. And I'm never going to be able to eat that again. And I, spoiler alert, I've had cannolis. I've had two since the surgery, like once a year. But you can have it. You can have all the things. You just can't have like 20 of those things. You can have Thanksgiving dinner again. You just can't have it the way you used to have it. You can't have two full plates of of turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, and all the fixings. And then ha- have a second full plate and then make yourself a sandwich the next day. That's what you can then have two slices of pumpkin pie or have pecan pie or whatever. You can't, that's not how you can eat on Thanksgiving. You just have to dedicate some focus and some time and energy into changing your habits a little bit, just a little bit, just enough to compensate for that. And there's some little tips and tricks here. So I, I was going to tell that person, you know, don't feel anxious or nervous or upset that you're going to miss out on Thanksgiving because you're going to miss out on Thanksgiving this year. But you're not going to miss out on Thanksgiving every other year. It's going to be fine. And also your timing is perfect because by the one year mark, you're going to be in much better shape and way more educated and knowing what it is that you can do and can't do and what you can put your body through and can't put your body through. So there's all of that. Now, moving on, here are my top 10 tips and tricks on holiday food tips. You ready? Okay, here we go. So first things first, beware of alcohol. Now, not just because you're going to get drunk. Now, I've noticed personally, alcohol, I if I have one beer, I get really tipsy. And then within an hour and a half, I am stone sober again. I still don't drive when I drink ever, ever, never. But I really, really get like a little buzzy. And then and then I'm like, good. Within an hour, I'm good of one beer, which is great. It's like a real high and then a real back to normal immediately. Now, not only is is alcohol empty calories, there's also the potential for addiction replacement there. And also, if you have this like roller coaster that I do, which is like a short-lived inebriated state and then back to normal relatively quickly within an hour, you could scarily start trying to chase that dragon and looking for it, which is not what you want. It's not, that is absolutely not good for you. So just be aware of it. I don't say don't do anything. But just beware of alcohol. Another thing is you can have a signal that works both ways. So I have a signal when I'm eating and I'm full. I push my plate away just an inch, just an inch or two inches at at a restaurant, at my parents' house, at my own house. And I'll make a point to turn to the lovely Michelle and I'll go, hey, and she'll go, what? And I'll just push my plate one inch or two inches away from me. And she's like, you're full, huh? And I go, yeah, that lets me know for my own, like my own record. Not only am I being held accountable because I'm making myself accountable, but also I am holding myself to that level of I'm done. Now, there is times, of course, that I I do that push way. I sit at that table long enough to where I get hungry again a little bit. And then I go back and I peck at it a little. And then I push it away some more. Now, if I'm smart, I get up, I take that food, I put it in the Tupperware, I put it in the fridge out of sight, out of mind. But in those moments, I have that push away move that I use. And the, the the alternative, the signal both ways is that's my signal about my shit. 
if if the lovely Michelle sees me eating way too much or way too fast or whatever it is, she can give me a signal by tapping her nose and like, hey, take, hey, you all right? I'm noticing you're you're eating a little faster than normal. You're eating a little more than normal. You're gonna, you know, take a take a breath, take a take a step back. You okay? You're gonna be all right. Instead of like bringing it to everybody's attention, saying, hey, babe, are you okay? Like, don't embarrass me. Don't make it a big to do. But just a little double tap on the nose, just make eye contact, double tap on the nose. And then I just know like, okay, well, let me just, let me take it easy. Let me take a breath. Let me take a deep breath through my nose, two deep breaths through my nose, double tap, take it easy, reassess the situation. Am I full? Have I been full? And I'm just eating out of like boredom. That's fine. Also being aware of eating either too fast or too much. Now, this was a tip from Amanda from my bariatric podcast. And it's amazing. It, it changed the way I think about when I'm over full. Did you eat too fast or did you eat too much? That's the biggest question forever is, yeah, absolutely. Be aware of that. Be aware of were you eating too fast or are you eating too much? Do you need to slow down or do you need to stop? That's a big deal. You could be hungry still, but you're eating too fast and you got over over full or, or, or you know, too quickly. So you got to slow things down a little bit. And that's totally fine. It's a different problem than eating too much. Eating too much means you got to pay attention to what's going on around you. Why are you eating to, you know, get back into all that stuff. So this is a good thing to, to learn and be educated about. Also a good thing to have a signal with your partner of like, hey, I'm noticing that. Now you can take a step back and go, is that eating too fast or too much? Another really big one is do not save your calories. Now, this is a thing that we all did before the surgery. So before you have the surgery, there's a thing that you do sometimes where you're like, okay, Thanksgiving's coming. Uh, I'm going to have like a big plate of dinner, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to skip breakfast. I'm going to have just a tiny little uh, lunch, uh, like a salad for lunch. And then I'm going to go ham for dinner. I mean, I'm going to go turkey, ham, fixings, everything. I'm going to do a plate and a half. And then I'm going to take some to home and I'm going to make myself a sandwich in the morning. And that's going to be amazing with a fried egg on top. Now, that's something you used to be able to do. You can, quote unquote, save your calories, but it's not the calories that kill you after you've had the surgery. It's the real estate. It's not the quality of the food. It's not the calories of the food. It's literally, physically, the quantity of the food. It's not that you have to save calories. You have to save space. So it doesn't matter if you don't eat all day. You've really just basically shrunk your stomach down even further than it was before. So you can't save calories after having had the surgery. That's just not a thing that happens. So don't do that. Another thing is the three bite rule. Now everyone knows the first bite is the best bite. Then the second bite is the middle bite because they're all the same bites anyway. So all the middle bites, you know, the second through the 99th bite are all the same bites, just have one middle bite. And then your last bite is to savor the taste. So really, you just need to have three bites. You need to have the best bite, the introduction bite, the middle bite to remind yourself that you're eating this thing, and then the last bite to really savor that thing. So imagine if you're eating mashed potatoes, you have a bite of mashed potatoes, you're like, God, mashed potatoes are being amazing. These are so good. Second bite of mashed potatoes, like, yep, that's mashed potatoes, all right. Third bite of mashed potatoes, man, those were good mashed potatoes. Then you move right on. Three bites. Also, you could use a cupcake, like a cupcake uh, pan or a cupcake uh, doily or, or or paper, whatever it is. I'm leaving all this in because I have no idea what this is called. I should have done a little bit of research. But a cupcake foil as as an image of what 
you it could look like what you're supposed to eat. So if you look at the palm of your hand, right around that is about the amount of protein you're supposed to have in general. And your stomach is about the size of your closed fist. So now that your stomach is that small, now you know how much room you have in your stomach. So now when you're thinking like, I want to put mashed potatoes, how much of that mashed potato goes in that cupcake foil? How much of the, the turkey goes in that cupcake foil? How much of the gravy goes in that? How much of this? How much of that? And then when you, when you figure all that out, now you've kind of reassessed what you can eat, what you should eat, how you should eat, right? So that all of that kind of goes into it as well. Another really, really great trick is bringing a dish that you know that you will be able to eat just in case. So you get there, let's say you don't dig on swine. You're not a pork person, right? Lovely Michelle doesn't eat pork. Long story, different podcast. We'll get into it at a different time. But she doesn't She doesn't eat pork. She doesn't indulge, right? So she goes, I'm, I'm going to go here and I'm going to bring something. What if we go to the party and it's just spiral ham and Brussels sprouts with bacon in them and all this other stuff. And now she's stuck eating like a salad for four hours, right? So bring something that you know that you can eat, that you will enjoy, and that you can maybe share with a few people that you don't need to bring like a decent amount. But then put that on your plate and take, you know, a cupcake foil amount on your plate and then pick at it, which is another thing. You can keep something in your hand so that people don't try to offer you more things. Put I, what I used to do was I used to take a plate and I would smear some some colorful sauces around cranberry sauce on one side of the plate, gravy and mashed potato, like half a spoonful across and a little piece of turkey. And I would just grab a, my plate in my left hand, my fork in my right hand, and I would just keep like tapping at it. If I was talking to someone, I would tap at it a little bit and be like, oh, I need a piece of bread. I'll be right back. And I'd go fuck off and go talk to somebody else. And I just kind of pick at it. I'm not hungry. I just don't want everyone to keep asking me, oh, can I get you? Can I get you something? Oh, you need a little bit more of this or you need some of that. It just gets too much. So you just you keep something in your hand that's that's good enough to keep everybody else away. And that, that'll work. Right. So that that's a really good that's a really good uh, trick. Another one is eating your protein first and then your veggies. Second, we really need to concentrate on our protein first more than anything else. Protein, 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 get that in your head. Then vegetables, get that in your head. And then you go into like the yummy, fun stuff like the marshmallow, uh, yam dish, whatever that's called, or, you know, cheesecake or pumpkin pie or, or whatever you have for Thanksgiving for fun stuff. So that's tertiary. There's primary, secondary, tertiary. So get your proteins in, get your veggies in, deal with the rest of it later. Also, the best one that I think is if you have a protein shake before you go to the party. So that way you're not walking in hungry, you have some protein in you, you have something that fills your stomach, and now you can go there, assess the situation, and once you do that, now you can have a conversation with yourself from Jump Street and say, I can stay at this party for two hours or three hours, and then I'm going to go home. So I'm not going to eat anything here because there's nothing worthy of my eating. And I'm going to go home. I'm going to have this instead. Or even I want to eat this, but I want to eat it later. I might just take a little plate with me when I go and just put some aluminum foil on top of it and do this and that and, and just be good with that. And I'm, I'm full right now, but I'll be hungry in like three, four hours. So even making yourself a little to-go plate right when you get there and putting that in the kitchen with your name on it and just saying like, hey, I'm going to leave this in the in the fridge and I'm going to take it with me. Put your car keys on top of that plate so you can't leave without it and no one else will fuck with it either while it's in the fridge. So there's that. So that's 10 little holiday food tips. So using a cupcake foil to watch your portion, 
not going to the party hungry, having a protein shake before going, keeping something in your hand at all times so people don't try to offer you more, eating your proteins and your veggies first, then the yummy stuff later, bringing a dish you know you'll be able to eat just in case, the three-bite rule, not saving your calories, be aware of either eating too fast or eating too much, having a two-way signal, pushing the plate away or double nose tap from your spouse, and being aware of alcohol. So those are your 10 tips. I hope you all have a great holiday. This is definitely under 30 minutes. I'm super stoked about it. That's awesome. Have a great holiday season. Have a great November. And I will catch up with y'all at the two-year anniversary. Thanks for listening to the My Gastric Sleep Podcast. If you you. liked what you heard, subscribe. Give us a five-star review and share it with a friend. Please follow us on all social media at My Gastric Sleep Podcast or let us know what you think at mygastricsleeppodcast.com. 